0: It is so well defined so we what we do have that. to do today. we got to go to work. we got to do the right offense.
1: <gasps> and we're up for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Cull here. Hello. Week 10. Can you believe we've already gotten this far through the NFL season?
0: I can. I can't believe we haven't had more uh, COVID-canceled games. But I think they're really gearing up for the Christmas COVID-canceling. The Christmas
1: COVID-canceling, yes. Because the they
0: approved um, potential of eight playoff teams if um games get cancelled this year. yes and so the fact that they did that must think that oh man we're gonna be for a world to hurt
1: i guess they must know what's sort of happening and and the kind of you know whatever the changes in the covid world but you know they are making ready for this and, and obviously the playoffs are going to be you know elongated so we know that they're prepping just in case because once you get into the playoffs you know you're sort of locked and loaded there so God, um,
0: yeah, when, when there's like playoffs, um, you're gonna see like armed militias around the hotel, yeah, to make sure the quarterbacks don't go out. You're just like, no, Mister Rogers, I believe you're going back into your room, or somebody, you get a game on. Sunday. Somebody sneaking in.
1: I mean, you think about it. Other fans that would hold out or hang out outside of the the hotel rooms of certain teams and make noise so they couldn't sleep. Imagine sending someone who's COVID positive roaming through yeah. the halls. Lick every doorknob, yeah. man! Lick them all! Yeah, get okay, there. go oh, coffee. Oh, coffee. So we'll go through some of the games. It is week 10 coming up ahead. It's a different week in the NFL because a lot of the earlier games, I think it's because of Veterans Day or whatever it is this weekend, honoring our, our Armed Forces heroes uh, before and during. Uh, but the the late games, there's we got late games on Sunday. A lot of late games actually going ahead for week 10. But first... Ryan and I are gonna go through our week nine games, take a look at some of them. We've already talked about the Packers 49ers blowout. Let's quickly jump into the first game, uh, which was my Chicago Bears. Uh, we watched it here, my friend Andre and I watched it here. Turned the game off uh, once the Bears couldn't score. Uh, it was down 17-0. They come back, lose 24-17. God, it was so
0: painful to watch. I know, right? The offense was horrific. Um, there was that one of those Nick Foles games you're gonna get, right? Like, I literally, we, I think we talked about that. We said, You're gonna get that amazing game like you had against the, yeah. the Bucks, and then you're gonna get this game. And then you got a question like Matt Nagy's in the worst position possible because they already gave up on Trubisky, went to Foles. Do you go back to Trubisky? Because if Foles has a couple more of these, you were five and two, you're now five and four, yeah. So Another gosh, five and five, you gotta do something. You, so
1: yeah, you do, and I mean the problem is I, I, as a Bears fan, the big problem is that old line. You know, you have so many guys that are basically out of college playing there. And you can see it, there's he has no chance to get anything off. I mean, by the time he's even taking a step back into the pocket, guys are already broken through the line. So I mean, yeah, it's Falls and and in week eight. He had a lot of passes. He hit guys on, and he and they just dropped them. This week, you know, the guy can't even get a step back. There were some miscues by the center, and yeah, you know what? The, to be honest, the Titans
0: didn't look great either. Yeah, no, they didn't. I just the Bears feel like. Um just one of those lost offenses. I think we've all had, like as a Bills fan, we are just like, like a couple of years ago, the Bills could only score like 17 a game. It yeah. was horrible because it was like, we basically had our D have to do lights out football to get a victory and that's exactly what it looks like the Bears are. Titans now have had a couple games in a row where they haven't looked amazing. Yeah, Uh, you know, coming off the Cincinnati loss, they did not bounce back. Especially when they had a team that anemic on offense. Yeah, you should have buried them. But that's give credit to the Bears D.
1: Bears Uh, D kept us in. I mean, that was the thing. You know, when you look at every game, there's got to be a fatigue factor amongst the Bears defense. To look at it, you know, I thought we might have had a chance, and you know what, they did have a chance coming back, but it was just too little, too late in this game. Uh, Bears lose this one Moving on uh, This game I thought the Broncos Would do a lot better yeah. But then of course Injuries at the Broncos uh, Losing Jerry Judy In this one But Falcons Matt Ryan And the Falcons and, yeah. But you know what uh, You know Atlanta was up quite a bit And Denver did come back At some point They so. did let him
0: come back two. It must have been terrifying Being an Atlanta fan In that game Because they were up huge They were playing great Um, Noah Fant got injured. That really hurt them. Um, But it was looking good the last couple games. were they, like 3-1 in the last couple? So they're making a bit of noise, you know. They, They do have the offense if they can just get any of the defense together. Maybe it was Dan Quinn that was the problem, that after that Super Bowl loss, everyone was just like, I'm done with this guy.
1: They seem to have some good set plays, and they're able to move it. Obviously, Matt Ryan has plenty of time in the pocket. He gets the ball off to Julio. They're able to move the ball, but again, they get scored on Moving on to your game, uh man, you know this one wasn't very close. I mean you know Seahawks did try to make a comeback on it, but it was all Buffalo right off. Yeah, it you was know, this was a beating. I think you look at Russell Wilson, everyone. This is the game Josh Allen needed, this is the game the Bills defense needed. This is the game that you guys need to get yourself going. This is the game my
0: soul needed.
1: No running game. You barely ran the game at all. They
0: started the game, uh, I think it was in the first half, 26 passes, two runs. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen looked incredible. Yes, that Seattle D's made everyone look incredible, but it was almost, it was just weird to see just guys wide open where, like, barely even getting tackled. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks just look completely lost out there. Uh, so give Josh Allen credit, because all the talk has been like, oh, the old Josh Allen's coming back, and then he comes in. 31 of 38, yeah. you know, the thing I'm saying, he's inaccurate. You can't hit the medium passes. like That looked pretty accurate to me. So give back to the credit, um, credit to the defense with A.J. Klein. Had a great game, because he's been a, a disaster most of the year. So, again, Seattle just—this is the problem with Seattle, is that— you have to score 40 every game, yeah. and you got to hope Rust can't make any mistakes. And once the Bills got those turnovers, the capitalized on them, it was over.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you still look at it, 44-34, it's still 78 points in this game. So, you know, Seattle did make a push at the end, but again, it just wasn't enough. The Bills built up enough. Of every pushing. time
0: the Seahawks came close, Buffalo just walked it right back yeah. down the field on them. So, uh, a great win, uh, especially coming off those two losses, and the Bills... Haven't looked great against the Jets. They didn't look great against New England. Uh, got lucky to get a win out of that. And I might continue my streak of pick, picking against them because it seems to. There have he got goes. A streak going. You found your mojo. So
1: maybe maybe I will. Uh, AFC matchup. We're going to see one of these teams playing tonight. Baltimore Ravens beat uh, Indianapolis Colts twenty four to ten. It should be noted though that it, Indianapolis did control this game. It wasn't until Darius Leonard went out that the Colts were that the Ravens are able to score. They, you know what? It says a lot about this guy on the defense, and it says a lot about how strong this team is. But Baltimore didn't look that good. Indianapolis was holding them off.
0: No, they it, it, it don't look good. Like, Lamar, yeah, he got the victory. They got a great defense. Um, but, again, well, like we said, is this Rivers? Can Rivers only play against good teams? It seems to be that way. He definitely can't tackle on the yeah. reception. Oh no, he can't. Um, so that's the big question now. you got to wonder if Philip Rivers, this does not give me any confidence if I'm a Colts fan going forward. But even as a Baltimore fan, when you were seen as the the upper echelon of the NFL and now seeing that, you, you can't be confident that you can yeah. be anyone in the playoffs. And right now they're sitting at like the sixth seed, fifth or sixth seed. Um, and you're already two games back of Pittsburgh. So yeah. Baltimore's got fi- to figure something out because they do not look as dangerous. Mark Andrews has disappeared. I think not having Mark Ingram and be that real pounder, that yeah. really complemented. Lamar, a lot. And I think Lamar, without a great running game, make people are easy and not really letting them beat him. So, uh, you
1: got I'm Dobbins not... and you've got Edwards, and they're not, as you say, they're not prolific enough. They're not no. enough to smash right through. And, and it is something you would concern yourself. But also the Colts. I mean, as a parent, Philip Rivers is treating the Indianapolis Colts like they're a middle ginger child. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, there's not a lot of love. It's... He's really struggling to connect with them. And it's really, you know, for a guy that they brought in to save this franchise, he doesn't look like he's really God, they're involved. They're
0: probably just like every now and then someone like DMs Andrew Luck being like, how's yeah. that shoulder feeling?" Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if Andrew Luck had this defense, this team would be scary. Like, oh yeah, it I, would be. I, I gotta say, the one thing holding them back is Philip Rivers. Their mm-hmm. running game still doesn't look great. Jonathan Taylor.
1: No. Everyone,
0: I always bought into the Jonathan Taylor and every time I played him in Daily Fantasy, he would do nothing. He hasn't really been... I think we get so excited about rookie running backs that they're all going to dominate. And some of them take a bit longer, and and that they haven't had a great running game when they lost Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton's completely invisible. He's on the waiver wires in most leagues, which Mm -hmm. is hilarious because he never used to be that. Again, they don't look like a team that scares me at all. But they got a good enough defense that they're gonna be competitive. But Rivers in the in the playoffs, I'll take that. I'll play Yeah, it. no,
1: he he you know, as a as a fantasy guy, I don't you know, in most fantasy leagues, Philip Rivers is still sitting uh, in free agency. Oh, he has to be. And he does not look good. He Even you know, his kids
0: are like, Listen, I'm gonna cut dad Yeah, to take dad <laughs> off of Madden. Someone's gotta trade me for dad. All the kids are like, nah, I don't really want
1: dad. Yeah, I mean you got Pascal, you got all these receivers doing nothing, and Philip Rivers is gonna connect with him. Speaking of connect uh, Luton, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, which is the worst name you could put on a jersey, I think, in England. Luton. If yeah. you wore a jersey that said Luton on it, everyone's going to think you work at the bloody airport. Yeah, where's Essex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where's, uh... yeah, I've got Heathrow right here. Uh, Houston Texans, man, uh, Luton. Uh, he throwing the ball around, no fear. Houston Texans hold on for a victory, mm. but... Jacksonville was playing possessed in this game. Yeah,
0: Again, Houston. Again, these are teams that Deshaun Watson should bury. Like, mm-hmm. A team like this playing a guy in his first NFL start with a defense with a team that's pretty much given up. So, like, man, if you're like, they got David Johnson who's injured, they have no weapons. Like, Will Fuller had a pretty decent game, but again, with Will Fuller, yeah. you're only hoping he can last the season. But I just feel bad for Deshaun Watson because, but he should be beating teams like yes. this. But his defense is completely useless. I think they're going to trade J.J. Watt. I think it's a complete blow-up in yeah. Houston now. You start over, get rid of everyone you can, and just keep Deshaun Watson and just start fresh. Yeah, I It's mean, over. His... Especially since you don't have a first-round pick this year. Yeah. you got to recoup that. And I think J.J. Watt's the only way
1: you can. Only way to trade it. He's already intimated that he wants to go. Deshaun Watson, I don't know, man. The way I his... probably want to go,
0: like, I want to go to Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Want like, everyone Tony. wants to play
1: Tampa. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm struggling to see the good in uh, Deshaun. His vision, his QB vision, is really struggling whenever I watch him. But you know, Jacksonville without Minshew, uh, this Luton. Uh, he was all right. He was okay, actually. Not going to pick him up in fantasy. DJ Jack
0: had a good. Finally, had a good game after I benched him so many weeks because yeah. he's
1: been absolutely useless.
0: So good to see him come back. But again,
1: yeah, Robinson. That's the only really running. Track. I just
0: need the Jets to win one game so,
1: so, so that they, they can don't get Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, here's mm-hmm. a game, I picked this game to be closer than people thought it would be a ten and a half point spread, and boy it was never. Yeah. Carolina Panthers comes out firing Christian McCaffrey, who I had on my DraftKings team, then I dropped, and I was like, you know what, he probably, he's going to split the touches, he probably won't get that much, and sure enough, he gets two touchdowns. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, in a tight one, escape with a 33-31 victory over the Panthers, but Panthers, uh, th- their defense looked good, the Chiefs, you know. Feisty, the Panthers. Yeah,
0: yeah but didn't, they did... did McCaffrey got injured again.
1: He I'm did, but like, I think I don't I, know if
0: he's gonna be out. But yeah, he came back, they looked better. Yeah, the Chiefs were down for a bit in this yeah. game. And they, they were, but then Patrick Holmes came back, did his thing. He looked awesome. Four mm. touchdowns. But again, the Chiefs are just one of those teams that they're not unbeatable. Their yeah. offense is, yes, is good, but their defense gives up a lot of points. I think missing Chris Jones hurt them. Yeah. Uh like it always does because he's amazing. Uh, but Carolina, give them credit—they fighters, man. Like I, I like this Carolina team. I wonder what they're gonna do with Bridgewater, cause I feel like he's just that placeholder quarterback. Yeah. Still. Like, no, even though he's been great, he's had like a good season. I feel like. They're winning too many games that they're going to get one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. So it would be interesting to
1: see what they're it's, doing. The you track. know what? I was thinking about in And Andre and I were talking about this. And I thought, you know, he'd be good. Sam Darnold on this team, maybe. You might be interesting, you know? i want to get rid of him. Guy's got youth. He's got spunk. He's got an arm on him. Yeah. He's a bit better vision, I think, than Bridgewater.
0: I think Sam Darnold would
1: take a trade to any team. Oh, he'd go anywhere. Right now. He would probably go, go to, to the Avalettes. He'd go to the, yeah, the, the, the CFL. <laughs> Uh, this game, uh, you know, Minnesota built up a big league. Matt Stafford got hurt. This screwed up the whole game for, for them. Um, but, uh, Minnesota. No,
0: that's just Detroit State.
1: Dalvin Cook, who again, I was like, he won't repeat the same as he did. And Dalvin Cook has another big game. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota beats Detroit 34 to touch down Every
0: game, Dalvin Cook's got 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Absolutely dominating. And now, but I think that's the one thing when you're... Um, a team now and your running back starts doing this. You're like, I don't want to pay the running back 20 million. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because again, he's been injured a bunch, uh, Davin Cook. But yes, when he's yes. out there, he's unstoppable. And and Minnesota's making a bit of noise now. You know, they've railed off a couple of victories. They they'll yeah. have a couple opportunities to win some division games. They have the offense. So um, I, I'm excited to watch little Kirk Cousins down the street. Well we'll see what happens. It's more interesting when Minnesota is good because at least yeah. you don't want to like, they were better than their one in five record.
1: I think they just got caught a couple of bad luck games. Well, the unfortunate thing is Detroit didn't have the tools to take apart that secondary, which is probably the worst secondary in the whole NFL. You know they got well, so no, many rookies. It's Seahawks. It's the Seahawks definitely. are, but man, you can score points on these guys and Detroit put it lit some points up with them. Uh, Speaking of getting lit up, hey Kyle Allen, how was your leg? Because we watched it, and man, that's no, I don't,
0: I don't. When I heard his leg it turned, I don't watch the. We were
1: watching it here and watched the leg kick it. It was like, oh my god! Like even Alex Smith would be going. So do I? You guys really want me up there? You guys, you.
0: Hey, he came in and did all right. Turned you, I three picks, but he yeah, three hundred yards. I think he's
1: getting his first start this week, so that'll be exciting. He looked horrible. Yeah, but you
0: you gotta get like he almost lost his leg.
1: Yeah, I know. But still, it's the Giants. You said the Giants uh, won four games against Washington. Uh, that's the only team they've ever beat. Um, but you
0: know, D- Daniel, D- Daniel Dimes is looking a bit better. I think people might start getting the Dimes name nickname again. No one ever calls him that anymore. Have you noticed? Yeah, the last little while. Like he looked he's looking better. Daniel I think pennies. like he doesn't have a lot of weapons. He's sitting there throwing it to Slayton. Yeah, and you know Sterling Shepard. So be interesting. I think that that was a big loss because. The, the like one more win by the Giants make sure Daniel Jones is their quarterback next yeah. year because I think the further they get away from Trevor Lawrence and uh and Fields the the more they'll be like all right let's just get him get him a weapon
1: but the big thing that's interesting to me is the Giants defense is really stepping up they were putting a lot of pressure uh they they you know kept at Washington and and good for them they need something like that. Um, Raiders, uh, put on a bit of a a show against the Chargers. Chargers, they stifled them, but, uh, Derek Carr looked good in this game. 31-26 was the score here.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, oh, man, another Chargers devastating loss with, uh,
1: right at the end. Come from behind, losing it again. It was a
0: great pass. It was the right call. He did, it did hit the ground, so, but the Raiders... Again, this is such a classic Raiders win. Like I think we were talking about, it, and I said, this is the game the Raiders need to win, just to, to yeah. not to take you to five and three, to put you in that playoff spot. Because right now, they're sitting in like the, the sixth seed. Yeah. So five and three, they're in a really good spot. Those are the games you have to win against a rookie quarterback with a coach who doesn't know what he's doing and constantly finds ways to lose games. Um, but Herbert, look. Look good. Didn't look as great as yeah. as before, but to be able to drive him down the field and even get that chance to do that for the win—that is a victory, a little moral victory, I guess you could we're say. Considering
1: they don't really have much of a running game, I mean, you know, we were talking about this, and and they go through. It's like the 49ers, It's a transitional amount of running backs, and it's. You know, you got Bellage. Yeah, now, I know. Now it's Bellage.
0: Got... Joshua Kelly, Justin Yay. Jackson. It's like, please bring Austin Eckler back because he's on my bench and I desperately need him back.
1: Well, it's like, you know, even because I've got the 49ers and I had McKinnon and Hasty and McKinnon was forecast to get three points, Hasty 15. And of Hastie course, got McKinnon nothing. gets 13 and Hasty at 1.3. And I was yeah. like, Ugh. suck it. Uh, here's a guy I'm still not convinced about Tua. Um, yeah. yeah but... Oh my God. Can I just
0: say the. The circle jerk of Tua Love, like, is unbearable. Like, and you've been in
1: a lot of circle jerks. Yeah, I've been in my share, share, <laughs> right? The
0: soggy biscuit that yeah. of of love for Tua after Tua is- one game. Yeah. It's like, calm down. Uh, yes, he did play better. He did look good. And give him all the credit in the world. But let's not anoint him no. as the next coming of Drew Brees, okay? Like, Yes, Arizona missed it. They blew that game. Yeah, Arizona they had a chance to put them away. They gave up another defensive touchdown by Miami. And then a short field goal under 50, which is just yeah. like, that's like instantly cuttable in today's NFL. If you can't yeah. kick it 50 yards, you're done.
1: Yeah, no, uh, you know. That's Ari- not even a rouge. Arizona, it was it was a big point scoring game. They both have, you know, the Miami defense showed some some gaps than it has in previous weeks. But I'm not big. I'm not a huge thing well, to it yet. You and know, and they
0: lost Preston Williams, which yep. is going to be a big loss for him because uh, he he was he's a big weapon. So yeah, let, let me see it again. You know, Gaskins out.
1: Gaskins out as well now. Give him credit. Time. You
0: know, give him credit after that first game. That was a drastic improvement.
1: Yeah. So let's let's see it
0: again. But let's not anoint him after one game.
1: No, no, that's definitely. Uh, so this game we talked about it in our podcast, and then right afterwards, when I was writing up the article for the website, I looked at it and I was like. Dallas is covering this game. In yeah. fact, I think Dallas can win this game on this because my whole thing was 13.5 points at home. And you've got nothing to lose, man. they got all these quarterbacks. so And that's why I was like, you know what? Pittsburgh's going to come in there. Blah, blah, blah. We've got the Bengals next week. We'll prepare for the Bengals. This is a nothing game. And Cowboys, yeah. certainly, you know, Pittsburgh had to fight to come back in this one. They were not ready for a match. Pittsburgh's
0: like the worst 8-0 team in NFL, 9-0 yeah. team in NFL history. Like, again, it wasn't a convincing win. It's Big Ben on the road. You get those yeah. struggles. Um, it, it just, yeah, again, give Dallas credit. They they did fight. They fought hard. They played hard. Mm-hmm. And Ezekiel Elliott was, uh, found a way to even play. I thought he wasn't going to play, and that's why I bet yeah. against them. But... Pittsburgh, you got to, if you're the number one seed, you're going to go up against the Chiefs. Yeah, your defense is great, but you got to do better than that. You got to, you're 8-0. You got to walk in with the swagger that you're 8-0 and bury teams like Dallas who are reeling. So to me, if I'm a Pittsburgh fan, yeah, it's great to be. Are they 9-0 or 8-0? 8-0. 8-0.
1: It's
0: great to be 8-0, but. Let's, but you need i need to see more from your offense. Yeah. Like James Conner didn't look great. No. He doesn't scare me if I'm a defense. I'm not like all oh, James Conner is yeah. I need to worry about. I don't know. I, Pittsburgh I'm I'm still a bit I feel I their defense is still great.
1: But Well everyone it's everyone's shot to take him down now. You know like everyone's going to take a shot at them, No one's every, afraid of no them. No one's afraid of them at all. Speaking of not being afraid, Tom Brady looked terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, watching this game when it was 31 nothing at halftime. I I watched the next day, and you just think, "Oh my God, what a beating!" Well, it was embarrassing. The Saints all over them. The Buccaneers had no answer, could not stop New Orleans. Um, well, it's happening to bring Antonio Brown on your team. Yeah, you know, it just bad mojo, bad, bad culture. It's just bad culture. Uh,
0: yeah, he was awful. Brady yeah. just throwing up. Terrible balls, three interceptions, it was his worst rating maybe of his career. Yeah,
1: every every um, quarterback, you know, I think there were three quarterbacks in the Saints team ahead of him. Taysom yeah, Hill was yeah, ahead of would, him. Yeah, Jameis even came in yeah. and did
0: so. so. um, but again, give Saints all the credit in the world. They looked, they were the better team. Mm-hmm. They came out, they hit Brady, they got him, they got him scared. Like Mike Evans and Brady just don't feel like they're no. in any sort of wavelength. And like, he's probably gonna be pissed now that Antonio Brown's coming in. He didn't do much, but I didn't yeah. get, you expected. There's Inexcusable for them to get beaten like this. If yeah. you're and everyone again the fawning over Tom Brady. Oh, he's got Antonio Brown. It's just like listen. These are divisional games. These teams hate each other. Yeah. And never underestimate. Like everyone in New Orleans heard that. They saw everyone picking the Bucks. Yeah. And that's what happens. You know. They got like Brady. Like when everyone would count out Brady, yeah. they did it to the Bucks. Yeah. And then the Bucks did what Brady does to most people. It's
1: like pissing off Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm going to
0: make up a story. It's like, he killed my father.
1: Yeah, I'm, a, and, and that motivated me. Mm-hmm. uh are going to have to move ahead. Here's the game. Uh, man, the Patriots almost lost this game. The Jets. Uh, Cam Newton still looking sucky. I was so, 30 to 27. I didn't this watch
0: game. this. I watched the highlights, but I yeah. couldn't... When it was like, they were up 10, I'm like, oh my God, the Patriots are going to lose to the Jets. Yeah. And then it would knock the Jets out of the number one. Because they were literally my... I was like half erect when that game. right nice. at the end, I was like, oh... Wow, just yeah. wilted.
1: don't um, fell apart.
0: But again, yeah, if you're the Jets play well, like Joe Flacco played great from yeah. the highlights I saw. He was picking it apart He was diming it all yeah, over the place. He, you know, Sim uh, Mims look good. uh Prower. Perryman yeah. look good. So give give the Jets credit. They did fight hard. But the Patriots, you know, Cam did get the get the drive because he had to. And yeah. He must have been like, if I lose to the Jets, I might oh, not God, yeah. so I might not come home. Uh, and Belichick, God knows what he would have done to that team. So, yeah,
1: um, I think I think Bill's drinking after the everybody game. It might be the
0: first time. Actually, the Patriots won't be playing this year because they've all been murdered Yeah, in a mass shooting. In the-
1: Bill Belichick, turns out he hired all the guys before. Yeah, Aaron so, Hernandez was innocent.
0: I don't see where the Jets... I think the Jets are so close to their win. I don't
1: know where their other win comes this year. I don't yeah, know. maybe they'll Will play they- them again. Well, let's move into
0: our week 10. No, they don't. They don't. Oh, no. It's the second time.
1: We'll move into our week 10 predictions right now. Ron and I will talk about the week 10 games. Uh, and, uh, you know, follow these if you want. Uh, we always post our upsets. Although, we both didn't have a great week last week. No, let's go don't. on to our Thursday night <laughs> game. I never have
0: a good week. So I'm uh,
1: I've had some good weeks, but last week there was just too many close games, too many injuries. Uh, let's start with that story.
0: 2020. It's unpredictable. It's oh, unprecedented. It's, oh shit! shit. Our bad picks are unprecedented.
1: Exactly. Uh, so tonight, Thursday night football, Indianapolis Colts five and three, visiting the Tennessee Titans six and two. Tennessee two point favorites in this one. The over under. uh, it's now one point now for the Colts. Uh, one point. It's one point for the Colts now. Whoa, yeah. that's a different. Uh, well, I'm going with a line that I've got from Vegas, It's well, two is point. It? for Tennessee. Oh wow, that's but a big a 48 swing. Forty eight point on and a half. I would definitely check the lines for this one, folks. Depending on what you've got going on, um, but you know, we we talked about Philip Rivers and the struggles that he's had, um, and now you you know you've you struggled, as they say, with Ty Hilton trying to get the game going. Jonathan Taylor has not been going, uh, and Tennessee has been struggling against the pass as well. So, you know, if Philip Rivers can get the passing game going, you know th- th- this game doesn't seem like it's going to be a high-scoring game. It seems like it's going to be a bit of a... a
0: yeah, I, th- I agree. I think it will be a low-scoring
1: game. 48.5 is over. I would bet the under in this one. Yeah, it seems definitely. like it's going to be a Thursday night boredom game.
0: Yeah, and again, this is a big game for Philip Rivers, especially after that last one. you got to come back. Divisional game on the road. Um, that defense is, I think, good enough to... They know each other well enough that they can... That I agree. I think it's going to be low-scoring. Um, I kind of like Indianapolis to pull the upset here. I just yeah. think... Tennessee's just had a couple of real tough games, and, uh, and divisional games are just so unpredictable. Yeah, they are. So, even though you think, oh, Tennessee is the better team or they have the better weapons than Henry, we've seen too many division games go the other way. So, I'm going to go with that logic. All right. Not with my heart. I'm going with uh, cold, hard facts of what's happening okay. this year in the, in the division game. So, I'm going with the Colts. With the upside, Rivers going to have a better game 24 uh, 20.
1: I, you know, I just like Tennessee at home. Uh, I think, you know, they've got some fans there. They'll be wanting to put on a Thursday night show. Yes, they've just faced the Bears, which they've won. Indianapolis coming off that loss off of Baltimore. But I don't know if they know how to rebound after it. If Darius Leonard is out, which it looks like he will be, they got no defense. And they're going to, Ryan Tangle Hill have all the time in the world. Uh, I've got Tennessee winning this one 26, Indianapolis 18. Uh, moving on to our next game, we'll talk about the next game, which is Washington at Detroit. Uh, Washington is 2-6. and six. Detroit is 3-5. and five. Detroit, three-and-a-half point favorites in this one. Kyle Allen's leg um, will be starting quarterback. Uh, Detroit has really struggled. I mean, you know, losing Kenny Galladay again if Stafford is going to be hurt in this one. Uh, you know, to me, this is a game-time decision kind of one. Marvin Jones has been playing better, which is great because I've had him on my fantasy. Still struggling to get the run across and you know Washington. Yeah, after that I loss again last Marvin week,
0: Jones to be uh, coming no. having a resurrection in the second half of the season. Um, Alex, I'm excited for Alex's first official start. Um, I think I, th- I think it'd be fun to pick them because I just have no faith in Detroit anymore. Um, I want to believe in Matt Stafford because I like Matt Stafford, but with no Galladay, if Galladay's out, like, T.J. Hawkinson's been fine. But when you draft a guy tight end, this is where like Detroit is weird, right? Where you just like. Every year it feels like you just don't go for the for sure thing. You always take a risk. Yeah. You go for like a tight end in the the seventh pick. Who Again, you see guys like George Kittle and Kelsey are third rounders who just blow. Very rarely is there this transcendent first yeah. round tight end. And Hawkinson has been fine, mm-hmm. but he, he hasn't been a game changer. I think Detroit's just made so many drafting cornerbacks fourth overall. Like, you know, it just feels like these unsexy picks yeah. that they're just trying to outsmart themselves. Get the get the quarterbacks some weapons. Get them so get them a beast of a running back. Build it around that, but they just keep going all over the place. So I have no faith in them. I'm done with Detroit. Yeah, it screwed me I... in so many fantasy games. So I'm I'm going with Washington with Alex Smith for this first official start. All right. So I feel like his legs gonna hold up uh, for a twenty four seventeen win.
1: Yeah, I mean. Detroit, as you say, it's all over the place. It's like buying your cutlery from a charity shop. You know, you, you've got all these pieces that sort of don't fit and don't look right together, and you sort of wonder and go, hey, we should try to, to get this all fixed up. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, a, a lot of sort of work, my thinking is in this, you know, I think Detroit, this is a game-time call because of Matt Stafford's uh, potential injury here. Um, so, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna watch this game. I will bet on it then, but for right now, I like Are Detroit. you going to watch it? No, no, no. I will watch the game lines in this <laughs> ah, okay. one. I'm not so, going to watch this I game. Was just no, saying, no, no, no. Really? Yeah, really? no. While I'm passing the glass that I swallowed earlier. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think Detroit will win this one. I've got Detroit to win this one by seven. I've got a 27 to 20 win. Uh, Detroit playing at home. You know, Motor City 8. Eh? Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, this game, again, a game time decision. Moving on to our next game. This game will be an interesting one. Houston, 2 and 6 at Cleveland. Cleveland's 5 and 3. Three point favorites, 54 point over under. Chubb is going to be back. It looks Ooh, like in this one, listen. so is Austin Hooper coming back? Um, Houston sucks against the run, uh, as we've seen before. So you wonder is if Chubb and Hunt get going, uh, will they be able to really put it to the Houston Texans? Oh,
0: Chubb and Hunt, Chubb and Hunt, duo.
1: Hunt and Chubb, Chubb and Hunt. <laughs> we doing it with Hunt and Chubb. Yeah, we do it. Yeah. No, no case is too big. <laughs> no case Chubb too and Hunt. big. Yeah. Um, we like them curving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I. Oh. This doesn't, uh, again, this is one of those games I feel Houston needs to have a. Where is this game? It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. So, again, I just feel like after that game against the Raiders we saw, you know, Cleveland, they were off last week, right? So they've had a bye, they've had a couple weeks to prepare. I think this is a big game in Baker Mayfield's career Mm -hmm. because I think coming off that. Bad showing after throwing five touchdowns and then sticking up against the Raiders. Yeah. I feel just like the love of Baker Mayfield and everyone seeing him on the commercials every day yes. and that just fuels your anger when he's playing yes. when he's playing terribly and then you have to see him in all these commercials.
1: Not acting uh, well. Yeah. No, it doesn't even
0: matter about that. Yeah. Just seeing this guy be like, yeah, you're paying him for this, for yeah. that? It just, it must be infuriating. So this is too big of a game for Cleveland to lose. So I'm going to go with Cleveland um, I just have no faith in Houston's defense, and they've just, they just—they could barely beat Jacksonville. So I yeah. think Cleveland at least has Miles Garrett who can put some pressure. They have two weeks to prepare. If you have two weeks to prepare for this Houston team and you can't win, then you do not deserve to be in the NFL playoff yeah. picture. So I'm going with Cleveland to win this, twenty-seven uh, twenty-four.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Cleveland uh, they Cleveland should come back. This is a go get them game. This is the one, a justice game. As you said, you know, Houston has had some bad beats lately, and they're struggling against the run. They're struggling with their cornerbacks now as well. Um, uh, you know, Cleveland getting these healthy guys back, if you've got Austin Hooper back, which will be great, you would be able to throw it to him. Using hub and, uh, hub and chunt. Yeah, <laughs> hub and I got chunt. myself there, hub yeah. and chunt. Chunt is a horrible... I don't even know what it means, but it sounds horrible. But uh, I like Cleveland in this one. You know, this is a comeback get them game. Houston seems to be playing. You know, this was an ex- exasperating win for them last week against a Jacksonville team, which is a lot tougher than they thought. Cleveland is going to come out firing. They're at home. I like Cleveland here. I've got them win 30 to win 30-26. to Moving on to our next game, Jacksonville, 1-7, going into Lambeau, 6-2 Green Bay Packers. Uh, coming off their 49ers win last week, however, after getting beaten, uh, the week before. They're 13 and a half point yeah. favorites, which is always a hard one to struggle.
0: Well, I feel... That, yes, I agree. It is. Uh, I don't feel in this situation it is, though. I no. think Jacksonville, um, Luton going on the road into Green Bay, Into Green Bay. <laughs> Going up against Aaron Rodgers uh, is just going to be too intimidating, especially playing in Green Bay, where it's probably going to be getting a bit colder. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, especially coming from Jacksonville, I think this spell's blowout all over it to me. yeah um, I, I would I'm definitely, I think, I've been picking a lot of the big spreads and they've been hitting, except for Pittsburgh last week. So yeah. I think I'm definitely going to pick this game. I think Packers just have too many weapons. Uh, Devontae Adams has been unstoppable. Aaron Jones is back. So I'm going to go with the... 38 to 10. No, uh, to 17. 17. 38 to 17.
1: Well, you're pretty close to me then, Ryan. I've got this 35 to 17. I also smell a blowout here uh, because uh, Lazard is going to be back this game. You've got him. You've just added another receiver. Vantes Scandling. Uh, he's all right, but man, that kid drops a lot of balls. And, uh, they and get, all you need is Devontae, at us It's all you, it's, you need is Devontae, but right. having Lazard is going to help them if there's double coverage on Devontae, which there generally will be. Um Luton, uh, you know, his only hope is going to be giving it to James Robinson because that's the only way you're really going to get the the, the Packers. They're really not that good against the run. If you can get the run going on them and gash them, which has happened in the past, uh, then I think they've got a really big chance here. But I like uh, Green Bay to to thrush this one out. Another early game here. Hey, all you NFC East lovers. It's Philadelphia football team. That's right. I took the Eagles away. Three, four, and one. (laughs) Visiting the New York football team. They've lost their name as well. Yeah. Uh, two, yeah and, two and seven. They're all just football teams. Uh, Philadelphia is three point favorites in this one with a 44 point, uh, 44 and a half that I have uh, over under. Um, you know, Philadelphia is coming off a bye. Miles Sanders looks to be back. Elshon Jeffrey looks to be back. Ooh, so, uh, so you've got for Sanders. one game, Elshon
0: Jeffrey will yeah, be back. Yeah, then he's game. broken.
1: Sanders and Scott, the, Gi- the Giants have just continued to play. You know, they've nine games.
0: Yeah, they played hard. Listen, they played hard last week, but they got the victory. They played hard against the Bucks. And maybe Joe Judge, maybe as a rookie coach with these guys, starting to get them to believe in themselves. So uh, I think, again, I think this will be a close game. I don't think Philly has the weapons to blow anyone really out. Um, but I do think they're going to win. I think because the, the, they know they're, how weak the division is, you've got to take care of the division. you got to huh? go. If you're the Eagles, you got to win every game the rest of the way in the division. And then you'll win the division yeah. pretty much. So I'm going to go with the Eagles to win this 24-20. Uh,
1: And Ryan chose the exact same score. I have the exact same result. Yeah, you know, I've got this as a four-point game for Philadelphia. Let's not look over this New York Giants defense, which, you know, keeps them tight. There's never a blowout with the Giants. You know, even when people are saying they're going to lose by 10 points, they don't because their defense keeps them in. And, you know, despite not having a running game, kind of crappy secondary. But, you know, the Eagles, this is for the division lead, really. If New York wins this one, they would go to three and seven. So,
0: well, look, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> God, that's the saddest thing I've ever Combined had. Combined wins
1: that's... of five wins between them uh, for the division lead. Yeah. Um, but I've got Philadelphia to win this one 24-20. In our final matchup of the 6 p.m. games here in the UK, that's 1 p.m. Eastern time, it is the Battle of the TBs, Tom Brady versus <gasps> Teddy Bridgewater. TB 12 and the Bucks 5-point favorites in this one, or 4.5, the line I had over Carolina. Carolina at home, 3-6 and six Panthers, 50.5 is the over under 6-3 and three Tampa. How can you face a reckoning after well, the beatdown? I think
0: this is one of those ones where I'm going to go with Tampa just because when Tom Brady gets humiliated on national television, I'm sure it doesn't sit well with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I've seen enough Tom Brady to know that he doesn't do that twice in a row. So I think he's going to take it out on Carolina. Yeah. Um, I think... The Bucks just—I think with Antonio Brown another week in the system, will probably get his first touchdown. It was hilarious when they were down like thirty-one no- nothing, and Antonio Brown got a first down. He tried to do like, the first <laughs> it's like, "Dude, you're down thirty-one nothing. Yeah, you're embarrassing yourself. Get back in the huddle. Uh, nobody cares. You got a first down. Yeah, it's not so TikTok. I just think that seeing Tom and seeing his. Giselle, a daughter, is just yeah. sitting there sleeping through Tom Brady's terrible performance. He's going to be embarrassed, so he's going to come back and lay a beat down. Um, I think Tampa Bay is angry, and they're going to take it out on Carolina. I'm back to betting against Carolina. All right. Um, so I'm going to say it's going to be 35-23. Thirty
1: 35-23? Close to my score. I've got this 33-23, actually. Getting close to my score. Um yeah, I mean, apparently, as they say, is every time Tom Brady loses, Giselle uses a strap on on him. <laughs> so that's why he walks different. You—that's an authentic source. You guys can quote us on that. We heard so it. We, we so heard it off of TikTok. But uh, yeah, that was an embarrassing. The, the, the difficulty you're going to have here is: is McCaffrey back? Obviously, the Bucks have a good. They're able to stop the running game, but not really last week. That defense was humiliated. That offense was humiliated. You wonder if it's it has something to do with the fact that Tom has too many tools at his disposal. You've got all of these guys all clamoring for the ball, but you can't hit any of them. You know, Carolina, we look at them how they played last week, utilizing Davis. The defense kept coming back and forth on them. You know, they would get scored on and score again. So this is something, you know, that Tampa Bay is going to have to be careful of. But I've got Tampa Bay to win this one 33-23. Moving on to our 9 o'clock games. That's right, folks. The bulk of the games are at 9 p.m. here. In the UK, uh, that is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 percent at 1 p.m. Pacific. Starting off with the game, which I won't watch, but I'll watch on Red Zone. Denver Broncos are three and five, and they are visiting the Las Vegas Raiders, who are five and three. Las Vegas is five-point favorites in this one. Fifty-two point is the over/under. Uh, Denver got absolutely bashed with injuries last week. Just absolutely bashed. The defensive line well, bashed bashed the cornerbacks got year. Judy what's that?
0: They've been bashed all year. They, but this they,
1: even last weekend was even worse because they lost Judy. They lost a couple of the running backs. They lost the defensive line, they lost cornerbacks. Uh, and you've got Las Vegas, who has an offensive line that's injured. Pretty much, Darren Waller is the only guy that they, they use. They've lost
0: their will to live. They lost Pretty them. much. They lost but they're them.
1: at home to no fans. Uh, maybe a few uh, strippers oh. or whatever in Vegas and problem gamblers. Plus,
0: we never got to truly see how um, shit show... NFL games are in Vegas, which yeah. is a real shame this year. I wanted to see how debauched when they cut between the strip and the casino are like it'll be it'll be an absolute nightmare. Um, I can't wait to see it though. It will be. Um, I think this is going to be. I think again, I feel the exact same way about this game as I did about the Raiders last week. This is one now you separate yourself, you make yourself six and three. You're sitting pretty to go in the playoffs. So you mm-hmm. got a wounded animal coming into your yep. house. Take it out back and shoot it.
1: Nice. There you go. I love the mis- farm analogy. Put it out of its misery. <laughs>
0: yeah behind the sheet um, so to me the Raiders have to win this they got the, they're the better team I think they got Josh Jacobs they're just gonna run him use Waller and that just do that that basically yeah. if you can get rugs deep do that in the dome you use that speed so I'm gonna go with the Raiders I'm gonna go with them to win this again because I think yeah. I just don't believe in Drew Locke. I'll take Gruden at home um, not very high score game 24 uh, 18.
1: Yeah, I mean, the injuries on Denver has is, is got is just too much right now. Uh, and Drew Locke is just struggling with what he can do with the tools that he has available. Uh, I like Las Vegas here. And as you mentioned, 5-3, and three, you know, when you start looking at the division you're in, the record, <clears throat> irking out these wins, which some of these wins have come against good teams, some of them crap, but you're still 5-3. and three. And if you can go to 6-3, and three, man, that sets you up for the playoffs, which is going to make Daddy Gruden happy. And I think they'll be happy in this game. I've got Vegas winning this one 28-20. Moving on to Ryan's team, the nine o'clock game. It's uh, this game is on Sky, I believe. So all you Buffalo fans, trade Ugh, it if again they... five yeah.
0: times yeah, in ten weeks. This is absolute nonsense. If you're a Bills fan, buying the and you know what? I'm, one of the most infuriating part of this is last week when I was watching the Bills. Because of Neil Reynolds, just wouldn't stop talking. We missed a sixty-yard kickoff to start the Bills game. Didn't even get shown because they just wouldn't stop talking in the studio. And they went to the play, and all of a sudden the Bills are just like sitting in there. Just it's just unbelievable. They they gotta find a way. To make you can't put one team on this many times like I'm so and whoever thought I'd be saying it's Buffalo.
1: Well, yeah, because <laughs> when, when I, we used to watch it in public, they would
0: never get the Sky yeah. game. In the in the ten years I've been here, I think they've had the Sky game like three times. Yeah. So this is absolutely infuriating, but I'll find a way to watch it. I got a VPN. I'll get around it. We um,
1: well, we won't talk about the illegal ways to do it, but yes, uh, it is a bit. You know, obviously when Sky chooses the games here, and we all have our issues with it, but, yeah, Buffalo's been on far too much. And I I get this is a good game, but, man. you got it.
0: Seahawks-Rams. Seahawks-Rams is a good game.
1: Yeah. yeah, Steelers-Bengals is going to be a good game, but 49ers-Saints will be a good game. I mean, there's great games here. Are you
0: sure that they're the 905? Maybe they're not the Sky Game because the Sky Game's is usually nine twenty five.
1: Uh, that's what it was listed on, but that, uh, let's just double check. Maybe here. my whole rant
0: will just. Your whole rant, and it turns oh, out the... we've got to
1: apologize. You know what?
0: Because they're probably tr- maybe they moved it though. But if it's nine oh five, the Sky Game is never nine oh five.
1: Uh, well, let's just double check here. That's what it says. Oh, you sons of bitches! Did
0: they move it? Then they must have moved it to nine twenty-five.
1: They they might move it to nine twenty-five, or they'll just kick it off, starting it, chatting right off. Or you know what they'll do is they'll they'll cut into the game five minutes in. Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Twenty minutes you know, in, we're joining better. it's the second quarter here,
0: everybody. Listen, just keeps getting better. The the so, but this is gonna be Arizona actually,
1: two point favorites. It's team. a great
0: game, by the way. Who doesn't want to see Josh Allen versus Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray's been. I'm I'm excited to actually sit down and have like a real Kyler Murray experience because. Uh, unfortunately it's gonna be against my team. But but I think it's a real tough game. I think the Bills are coming off that emotional win, and then the Arizona's coming off a devastating loss yeah. to, to a team they should have beat. Um, this is just show, but I think Arizona, like we talked about, we said we don't know what team they are. They're good a couple weeks and then they lose to, to teams that they should beat. Yeah. So then you got Josh Allen coming in with a bit of swagger. This Arizona defense is not. Super great. And they're not amazing, so Josh Allen can pick them apart. The thing that worries me is that Arizona's a good running team and they're a good passing team. So the Bills are not good at stopping either right now. So um, I'm going to keep my streak alive. All right. By going with Arizona to win this, just because it's... It just just feels like a classic Buffalo yeah. letdown game because I've experienced like you go from this high of winning when no one thought you were going to win to now just letting everyone down. Um, but I think it's going to be a high score game. I'm going to say thirty to twenty seven.
1: Yeah, I mean you had the injury to your defense. At Milano was it last week? Yeah, Milano's
0: always injured though.
1: Yeah, but I mean it's gonna it's gonna. I think affect the way that your defense plays this week. But that being said, you know you got to look at Josh Allen, 400 yards, and the way he ripped that ball apart. You you got to go with that kind of confidence. Um, Obviously, you know I had John Brown on my bench, so use him. The running game they've got to get going a bit more. I like Buffalo here. I I think that Buffalo is going to come. They're high off of that beating. You just beat the Seahawks. You know. When when you when you've been doing cocaine, you don't go down to apple juice. You move it up to cranky, elevate it. You keep it going. You snort. I, I don't know what the <laughs> drug. I don't know what the drug analogy is, but it's got to be Freon. Crack open the back of that freezer and suck it up. Whatever it is, Buffalo's is going to win this game. I, Buffalo like won this one, 27-26. Moving on to the next game, we've got the Chargers two and six visiting Miami. Now, who would have thought of the it's start be a of fun season, game? Great game. Too bad Sky's not playing this one. Miami's favorite this one. Yes, yeah, Sky played this game.
0: Like, Forty-seven.
1: God. Considering Neil Reynolds, uh, he's a Miami fan. So um, Chargers. Belage is out again. Their O line is full of injuries. Um, you know, two is a god that cannot be stopped. Keenan looks like so... he could be. You know, I don't know if he's going to be hurt again. There was some talk whether or not he's going to be injured. Um, but you know, you've got the Chargers who are the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, now pretty much in that they keep blowing the lead. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what What are they going to be able to do? And can Miami hold on to this game and, and get themselves to 6-3? and three? Yeah, it'd be very
0: impressive. I feel like everyone's just so riding high on Miami. This is a letdown game for them. I feel like everyone. To the pressure on Tua is going to be a lot. It's going to be going up against Bosa and Ingram, who are going to put a lot of pressure on them. Um, they don't have Preston Williams, who's going to be a big loss, because you yeah. don't have that many weapons, to be honest, if you're Miami. Um, where you have a Herbert, who's looked unstoppable, has at least weapons, been moving it up and down the field. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to break this terrible streak and get a victory over, over the Dolphins. I'm going to say it's going to be 27-21. to 21.
1: I'm liking Miami again here, uh, only because of the fact is, look, you've got, you know... Parker and Keseki, if they can both find you know some space here, then it's going to be very difficult for the Chargers and their their secondary really sucks. They don't they haven't put as much pressure a as they suck- want.
0: Secondary, would you call Su- it? I would
1: call it a uh, their yeah, secondary. Their secondary is sucky, and uh, and I like Miami. Miami is at home where they have been playing. Off the chain. So I feel far, like
0: home doesn't matter anymore. I don't even take it into consideration. I think
1: you do. When you're playing in hot weather in Miami, you don't have to go anywhere. It's still hurricane it's season in there, down there. Actually, LA, though, it's ballsy the chargers, hot. The
0: Chargers are fine. Different,
1: different weather. It's different weather. One's humid. It's not it's, humid. The heat, swamp.
0: it's the humidity. It's the
1: humidity. And it's hurricane season down there. They're, and they're getting another hurricane this week. So I like Miami in this one. I got Miami to win this one 27 24. Moving on to the battle <clears throat> of the AFC North. You've got Cincinnati, who have been scoring at will. Uh, and they're visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, the line started at 9. It's down to 7.5 in this one. The are under of uh, 47 points. Big Ben, uh, they weren't sure about this one because Big Ben got injured last game. Yeah,
0: he always does that. He always yeah. gets injured, goes to the locker room, and miraculously comes back. You can't break Big Ben. No, you just fill him full of junk. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I like this he's game. like Bondo I actually, Ben. I actually think this could be a Cincinnati upset. Um, I feel like it just feels like Pittsburgh's just... Been getting lucky for so long. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with an upset. This gonna be my upset right. special. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. They were off last week. They had a buy it, didn't they? Did they?
1: No, they. Uh, did, did they play? They, no, no, they had a buy last week. Did they? They lost last week. I'm just trying to see. Uh They played. Maybe they did play. No, last no, week. they. Had no, a they buy. did have a, bye last yeah, so week, a right, buy last week. because they're healthy because they yeah. got Nixon back and everyone. So, so yeah. an extra
0: week we're prepared. Joe Burrow's looking yeah. great. Uh, even though it's in Pittsburgh, I'm gonna go with a little upset special Joe Burrow style. Um, Why not? Just for fun. Um, Just because I don't really believe in Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati, uh, 28 to 27. Just last second.
1: Uh, I do think that, uh, well, I had them as my upset. I mean, you've got uh, Atkins. He's, you know, Atkins playing full. Daniels is back, so the defense is ready to go. You've got an offensive line, Joe Mixon. The Bengals are now healthy. The Bengals are getting themselves healthy. And, you know, when you see what they've done to other teams, that shootout... Uh, that they had um, when they beat the Tennessee Titans two weeks ago, destroyed them. The shootout they had with Cleveland, which was close, I like them to keep Plus keep it's, up it's also that thing of
0: like that psychological like New England had over Buffalo yeah. where like, Pittsburgh's probably owned Cincinnati yeah. for the last decade. So it's like this is such a big win and Joe Burrow can yeah. put that and take that victory. You
1: got Big Dick swinging now. You've exactly. got you've got Burrow coming out there who tosses it who's not afraid who runs the ball. I like it. I still think Pittsburgh's going to win but I don't think they're going to cover. I have Pittsburgh winning this one 27-24. Exciting game. I'd like to watch this game, but the Bills game is on, so I'll probably have to watch that with Ryan. Yes. Uh, moving on to our next game. It's Seattle versus the Rams. Seattle is 6-2. and two, The Rams 5-3. and three. The Rams favored in this game by two points. 55 points is the over-under. Obviously, Las Vegas does not believe the Seattle Seahawks can overcome that defense of the Rams on a D-on-D. Jared Goff, though, can he put himself together in high-pressure games? Is this a game where he's able to redeem himself and watch the Seattle Seahawks lose two in a row? Ooh yeah, that's it's an exciting
0: game because the Rams, even though like they lost to Miami, they haven't looked great. Like even all year, they had a couple. They're like a weird. What are they? Five and three. Weird. Yeah. Five and three. Um, I think Seattle coming off that loss um, really needs to do something. Like, they got to look at the Jamal Adams. They're that defense. If they don't play better this week after that, they can't look at themselves in the mirror because I think Jamal Adams is the type of guy with Bobby Wagner. You know they got some pieces with yeah. Digs like they should be better than there, and I think this is a get right game for for Seattle. I think with DK Metcalf is just unstoppable, mm-hmm. even with Jadenius White he's still a hundred yards. Um, so I'm going to go with Seattle to win this. I think they are the better team, and I think coming off the loss, they Russ is going to get back in that MVP conversation with with a great game, four touchdowns. Uh, I'm going Seattle 33, Rams 26.
1: Man, you're getting close to my scores. So I've got this one 31-26, actually. Um, Russell Wilson looked terrible last week. Absolutely terrible. Um, and, you know... Every, he still threw for like, 400 yards. But he still it. did not... His decision-making was good. They still... It was until the second half... Well, they Buffalo hit together. him yeah. 11 times. Like, knocked
0: him down 11 times, which is the highest... Yeah, yeah. he looked
1: like a pinball. <clears throat> Uh, within this game, <clears throat> as you see, which getting just it right shows
0: again. in all NFL, you get to that quarterback, you hit them, yeah. you throw them off their game. We've seen it with everyone. You see it with especially the running quarterbacks and every
1: every quarterback. If you knock them down a few times, they short arm stuff. Exactly. It's like it's like when you know when I used to babysit, you slap the big <laughs> one first, <laughs> right, right, right. and all the little ones fall Stay in. in line. Exactly. So, but in this one. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's got to come back. You know, I think the talk of the league has been how bad Seattle's defense is. And you've got guys like Jamal Adams, and they're probably saying, look, we got to fix this crap. And, you know, the defensive <laughs> coordinator, I think there's GoFundMe's to have him fired for Seattle right now. Uh, the Rams, though, I just don't trust Jared Goff enough. No, I really don't trust don't his consistency. You know, he makes some great plays, but he doesn't have the, a lot of the tools, and he makes some really boneheaded choices sometimes. He's still too young. I like Seattle in this one. L.A. has no home fans in this one. i got Seattle 31 uh, L.A. Rams 26. This game would have been good uh, a few weeks ago when they had healthy teams, or maybe in the 90s uh, when it was exciting. San Francisco 49ers are visiting mm-hmm. Nolens. They're in New Orleans. Saints where Hurricanes have been roughing through have been their the game
0: if it was the healthy Niners team. But this <laughs> it would, would
1: have been the get-back game, uh, but now you've got an angry 49ers team probably against this, or an angry Saints team taking on this 49ers team redemption song playing by Bob Marley here um, who does San Francisco really have left Ayuk uh, um, oh yeah they, they're done they're toast they've got no- San
0: Francisco's gonna get a nice high draft pick again this is a write-off year for them if you're a numbers yeah. fan it's just like just take the losses get the good draft pick like you did with Bosa retool get rid of Garoppolo and start over get Kirk Cousins or yeah. Sam Darnold maybe you know trade for Darnold an, put old, him, put an him old guy with, yeah. put, him with, put uh, Darnold yeah. with Kyle Shanahan that could be a great little signing um, I think New is going to absolutely destroy them. I think they're they got they're getting healthy with Michael Thomas back, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders, Alvin Kamara is looking unstoppable. Taysom Hill looked really good last game, yeah. so it's good to see when everyone comes back. to Taysom Hill becomes so much more valuable. Yeah, because I think when you run out of weapons, you can't use him as well. Um,
1: so and there's I'll, nothing like having a second quarterback to have fun with to run it into the face yeah. of a team that is on your second quarterback. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, being like, why can't our second,
1: yeah. our third, quarterback, our third quarterback yeah, do this? Our stupid
0: third Here quarterback. Here comes the equipment manager. He's, he's going to run a play. He's not even he's, dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Saints just delay a beat down on this. Uh, I think the Niners just have just too decimated. Too many injuries, not enough weapons. I say uh, Saints 30 to 17. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I think the only way San Francisco can get this is keep the running game going. Uh, which New Orleans has uh, trouble stopping. I think New Orleans might overlook this game, though. I think they might be a bit too confident after, the, after their win last week, uh, being at home. So I've got a little closer. I've got New Orleans 26, San Francisco 20. Uh, I think San Francisco is actually going to cover this nine-point spread, only because the Saints really don't cover that well. <laughs> Moving on to our next game, it is Baltimore at New England. Baltimore 7-point favorite, 6-2 and two, Baltimore in New England, who is 3 and 5, it's going to be at Foxborough, 43.5, is the over under. New England struggled to stop Joe Flacco last week. How will they stop uh, a, a team well, who's, who's also struggling in the Baltimore Ravens? who got
0: up a win? Because last season was when Lamar had that game against New England and just absolutely buried them. Yeah. It really kind of started the whole Lamar conversation. So. Again, I that New England defense the way they haven't been able to stop the run on anyone like the Bills yeah. when they played them ran for two hundred yards. I think with Baltimore needs to if they get Ingram back if they get any semblance of a running game going, they should just run it all over New England. Um, I think with the, New England winning against the Jets they can't feel good about that win. Yeah. This doesn't build me with any confidence. What's the line? Seven. seven points. Yeah, I think Baltimore is just the better team, the better defense, and and Cam just Cam just looks like. The Cam, everyone kind of thought he was afraid he would be. And I think he's – unfortunately, he's got no weapons. He's got no help. So I think this is Baltimore all the way. They're the better defense, the better team. Uh, Baltimore 35,
1: Patriots 27. But yeah, I've got this one, Baltimore, again, winning. Uh, it is in New England, but New England, what the hell do they got? They've got no running game. Uh, Logan well, D-
0: Harris is okay, still. He's not he's not a guy you not going to be for. It's it.
1: not someone who you consider a good running back or an, a top 15 running backs in the league. That no. I would say. No. No. Uh, Baltimore, you've got Edwards and Dobbins. I think Ingram's still going to be out. So as long as they can keep running it against New England and still keep mixing up a bit... You know, just keep getting those first downs and just burying uh, the Patriots, which I think they will. I've got Baltimore to win this one, 30, New England, 21. Moving to our final game. Hey, it's the Bears. Duh. We're playing on uh, Tuesday morning at one fifteen. Monday night game. It's in uh, Soldier Field. Uh, Chicago is underdogs in this one. Minnesota is favored by three points. The over-under in this one is 44.5. Four Minnesota's won on the legs off of Dalvin Cook the past two weeks. Can they keep it up?
0: Yeah, I do. You know what? I picked the Bears the last two weeks and they've bit me in the ass the last two times. So I'm not gonna do it for the third time. I think Minnesota's just got a little bit of a role here, and I feel like in especially with that extra playoff team and potentially an extra another extra playoff team with an eight seed coming in, I think they gotta take care of business here. I think they're they got Dalvin Cook who's been pretty much unstoppable. You just gotta keep using him, go through him, and which opens it up for Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Bears just seem lost to me, and I think, like I if Kirk if Foles doesn't step it up, like. You you have to go back to Trubisky. But the thing is, they've never gone back to Trubisky before, right? So they don't know if that benching has woken up something. Yeah. Like, it happened with stuff like with Alex Smith. Like, when Alex Smith got benched for, like, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And then he went to Kansas City and just lit it up. Yeah. This sort of stuff. So I actually think there's something exciting about going back to Trubisky for one more shot. I don't think... You know what yeah. do you have to lose because it can't get any worse than it got last week.
1: I, I agree, and I think we should be mixing it up. I think the Bears should mix it up. You should be able to bring him in for a few downs, and occasionally they bring it in him, but it's a they pretty big... make him a taste some hill. Yeah, they bring <laughs> it in and make it a telegraph play, but there's a lot of times it shows that Nick Foles just doesn't have that running ability, whereas Trubisky does not have really any quarterback IQ. Here's the one thing I'm going to say about this game: the Minnesota Vikings have a horrible, probably again, yeah. an absolutely horrible secondary. And the Bears have good receivers. And Allen Robinson's <clears throat> been great. Allen Robinson
0: hey, Al feel you feel bad for him because he's he's literally one of the best receivers yeah. in the league, but he's just shadowed with incompetence at the quarterback. Well, position. it's also
1: throwing the ball up. Like it, you know, there's a few times fools threw that ball up, and and he jumps up and he fights it and he grabs it down. And you need to do more of that because Minnesota can't. The other thing is the Bears shut down Derrick Henry. And Dalvin Cook is the same thing. Not only do we shut down Derrick Henry, but we stifled Ryan Tannehill all over him. Kirk Cousins against... And this is a weaker offensive team, this this Minnesota team. I actually like the Bears to swarm and cause problems. If Cook is continually stuffed in the backfield... And they get behind, they're going to have to pass, and they're going to be screwed. So I like the Bears to win this one. I got the Bears oh. to win 24. I, I, like, I didn't do my pick. Okay. Did I do my pick? Did you say just said score? Minnesota, but you didn't tell me the I score. I didn't tell you the score, yes. Um, I'm going to say Minnesota 27-23. And I have got the Bears 24-20. to That is it for Week 10, everyone. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media. Lots of stuff going up on our Facebook page as well as our website. Instagram as well will be live tweeting from week uh, the games, obviously, for week 10. And al- although we have been making a lot of predictions, as I say, I change sometimes my game predictions only based on injuries because we're at week 10 now and you might find out someone's injured and not worth betting. Stay safe. Stay sane. Hug each other. Kiss each mm-hmm. other. Uh, yeah, it's but 2020. Don't cough on each don't other. Don't cough on each other unless, unless you're bubbling. Stay safe.